Listen, I have an idea. An idea. An idea. Whatever today has given you Five eleven headaches still call it Thanksgiving True Welcome to another edition of the Super Duper Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Briggs, here with the super producer, S. McMahon. Yes. <laughs> What's going on, Rob? How you doing, man? I'm good, my man. We got to get like a hat sponsor for you, bro, because like you got a new joint on every time. What's that? What's the hat on you now? Uh, this is a Chicago American Giants of the uh, Negro Leagues. I haven't worn this before. We, we, we've seen I've this I've seen it. I don't, I don't believe I have, sir, because I would remember yeah. that. This it's is fantastic. the uh, uh, Negro League hat. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, thank you for checking out the Super Duper Pod. We do not take your listens lightly. Make sure you follow us on socials at Super Duper Pod, S-U-P-A-D-U-P-A-P-O-D. You know, as I'm not getting on, I can't get on X, man. I can't support uh, Brother Musk. You know what I'm saying? Good, but best wishes to I him. don't blame you. Hey, man. So shout out to us on Threads and on IG. Also follow us online at hp53productions.com for our merch. Uh, you can find additional content such as the Father Good Podcast and the Easy Smoke and GM podcast. What you guys talk about this week, man? It's all bears all the time, man. Yeah. Uh we we talked about the uh the Bucks game on Sunday, the the, the loss out there and, and how bad Justin Fields played. And then yeah. we probably should have waited two days because uh Wednesday happened and it was probably the worst off the field day in Bears history. So what somebody somebody I, resigned, right? Well, there was there was uh Justin came out and you know basically said, Hey, I'm being overcoached. Mm-hmm. Too much stuff's in my head. I just need to go out and be me. Was telling the truth, yeah, but you yeah. probably shouldn't Say that throw your coaches under the under the bus sure, like that. Sure, 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 then sure. the uh defensive coordinator missed Sunday's game and then uh he gets uh he resigns mm. on Wednesday from his position, and then there were all types of rumors out there that uh, the FBI raided his house and raided Hallis Hall, and Jeez. Uh, yeah, crazy rumors. Most of them are, are unfounded, allegedly. But, uh, we, yeah, allegedly, Alleged, yeah, allegedly, we, allegedly, we, allegedly. Need that show, need that show. Yeah, we we still don't know. And then uh, uh, the left tackle Braxton Jones is on IR, and it was it was just a rough a rough Wednesday at Hallis Hall. So uh, yeah, so yeah. Well, shout out to my man Jamal. I think he's listening. He, I saw him. He said, "Hey, man, fix them bears." It's like we, we would if we could, brother. We, we, would if we definitely could. and and could we don't would. don't look now, but you play the Super Bowl champs on Sunday at three twenty five on national television. So, uh, yay! But yeah, hey, but you know, one sports thing, man, it's just you know we've talked about Deion Sanders, aka Coach Prime. He everywhere. I live before we started recording. I saw his KFC commercial with his kids. I don't know if you've seen this. It's like no, I haven't eight, seen no the eight eight wing for four nine. I was like, shout out to Prime. Get get you know one thing you gotta say about Prime. He makes sure everybody eat. You know, what I'm saying not just him. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah. Got got to got to give it to Prime. It ain't just about him. Every everybody eating all the players, all his kids. So shout out, shout out to Prime, man. I, but I, now you know. we 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 get to see what the real coaching job is coming yeah, up these next two weeks. Because it, it's wild how the Pac-12 is being disbanded and they balling. They're everybody, best, they're every, best. It's the best conference in the country right they now. They cooking this year. You, know what you mean? got eight eight of the twelve teams are ranked right now. That's gonna be wild. In the if Pac-12. In, if, if in the final uh, in the championship uh, round was four teams and four. Uh, well, I guess all four won't be packed. We'll won't be, yeah, we'll see. It's, it's not possible, but yeah, it's impossible. Still two, made two, two, two out of four ain't bad. Two could make it though. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. as uh, as CKB be like, oh, y'all sporting right now, so we'll get back. So make sure you, when you want some more sports talk, check out the Easy Smoke and GM podcast wherever you listen to the Super Duper Pod. So as a few things, man. Uh, so last week you and I talked about you know the hip hop honorable mentions. Got some good feedback from that pod. So thank you for everybody who listens. Uh, and you know, we talked about uh, "Wait a Minute" by Ray J. I went on this Ray J. rabbit hole, man. I, I, it's just you know, you start looking up one thing, look another. I think Ray J. is a li- is a walking legend. We don't give my man his fly. <laughs> give his flowers, well, he, dog. He had a you hit. Know what I mean? He had hold a hold on, hold on. I thought that right. So you got to say, "Wait a minute" is a hit, right? Yeah, definitely. One wish ain't a hit. 
Which one is that? I don't remember. If, that. if I had one wish, the one he's singing in the rain, you know what I'm saying? That you know one wish, bro. You, you know the words to one wish. I know that for sure you do. If I I, I do know it, okay. I, I do you know. I remember. And then uh, uh, okay. And then he got formal invite. But that's another Neptune. He actually had three Neptune produced tracks on his album. So listen to formal invite by Ray. When you hear it, you'll be like, wait a minute. That's him too. I'm telling you. But then I was thinking, like, okay, did I Google something else? It's like all the women that Ray J had dated. It was like, okay, obviously Kim Kardashian and Whitney Houston. And it's like this long list of just women that Ray J had dated. It was like, wait a minute, you know, it's Tila Tequila's on the list. Like, granted, people are gonna laugh at that now, but back in the day, Tila Tequila was a big deal, right? He had all these, he's been to all these VH1 shows. Again, I'm not capable for my man, I'm just stating facts here. <laughs> he had, my man had his whole show for the love of he had a good he had a good early aughts hey man hey gotta get him at his flowers I know, hey, I told you man I told you wait shout a minute shout, uh, wait a minute came on I was like wow shout out to Ray J cause yeah, it's yeah. cause I mean cause dare I say I have to be careful how I say this cause my niece shout out Jasmine should kill me is he more popular now than Brandy I would, I would, I would say. See, his, I think Brandy's revered, but I think Ray J is more popular. If that makes sense. Well, that's because he's out there more. But I mean, he's got, but, but, he's got but, the but reality answer, shows. Because I'm saying, it still answers my question. I think it's just Ray J. He just he it's yeah. just, he's just more out there. Brandy, shows. Brandy is a legend. She's a, she's revered. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But shout out to Ray J, man. Give your brothers flowers. You got Raycon Global, brother guy. Random businesses, you know what I'm saying? Like, he have, yeah, real. he has the headphones, right? Yeah, yeah for yeah, real. And yeah. he had, I think he had those, was it the glasses that was like breakable or something? I don't know. That brother got, got shot, shot to Ray J. That, that rabbit hole was was hilarious. Um, but speaking of it, it, recapping our show, we talked about Diddy a lot last week and the uh, the publishing that he gave away and just, you know, the whole Deleon tequila stuff. But he's back in the news. Well, one, he put out an album off the grid, which I suggest everybody right now go ahead and download that, your Apple Music, your Spotify, uh, and you know, all that stuff, the, the platforms. It's an RB album. I give it to Diddy. You know, now don't listen with the kids a lot. It's a little more cussing out than I won't. But I mean, it's a great wait. He's singing? No, of course he ain't singing. But I mean, he he so what he did was feature a lot of RB artists. And he's kind of rapping here and there. There are some songs, I think he produced most of, well, you know, produced a lot of this. <laughs> so, um, but they're like, there's some records like Justin Bieber's on there with a song, it's just Justin Bieber. Or like, uh, they got he got a song like with The Dream. Uh, he got a song with Race, with the dude from uh, Race Trim. I can't think of his name, it's escaping right now. Sway Lee, that's the guy's name. And that song, Tough Love, that's, that's, I love that joint. But yeah, that Diddy off the grid. And you know, he was on the he was on this publicity campaign because he started Love Records and he put, he dropped his album. But he's back in the news because one of the Danny Kane members, I think I think her name was Aubrey O'Day. Yeah, that's who it was, Aubrey O'Day. And the guys, you remember Danny Kane again? Shout out to the arts, right? Uh, making the band with uh, <laughs> first the rap group. What was the, what was the name of the? They were called the band, right? The, the rap group. Was that the name name of them? Dylon and them. It was the band, right? Uh, I don't I think know. it was the band. Yeah, that was that's what they ended up naming the group. Okay. And then the second one was Day Twenty Six. I don't remember that. That's the R and B. What? That was one of my favorites. That. that was the R and B group. He was like, they. He said, "Yeah, these guys sing better than New Edition." That's when I turned it off. I was like, "I'm out. I'm out." Okay, dude. The, <laughs> the, the self promotion ends right here. But then there was also making a band where he did a girls group, and that was with Danny DeCan. I remember them. You remember that? One? Wait, yeah. still remember Day Twenty Six? But you remember no. Danny DeCan? I remember Danny DeCan, and I remember what you're saying. The band that, feel, that feels sexist. But that was that was just comic. That was comical. The, uh, the the band, the band yeah. yeah and it was like but I will say this I know people would like to not that they, not that they not that they were they were awful just that you know it, it, it was some comedy within the show but I I will say this I know people hate on Diddy and you know maybe I'm sure he signed probably signed some people did some some deals that weren't uh, favorable to them but it's like those shows show me that it's hard to be a star it ain't just like you walk in and rap it's like you really got to be you know performing, working all the time at your craft to be better, right? It's like you just don't show up in the studio, you know, 
and Barry to sing. That that's the one thing that that show uh, demonstrated very clearly. Like you know, when I was like, no wonder did he giving y'all shady deals. He see y'all outside. I can't lose my money on you, jokers. <laughs> Dang, you just showing up at work late. But so Aubrey O'Day was on a podcast and was saying that this whole you know Diddy tour of him giving back the publishing rights to certain artists was shady. And you know she didn't sign her contract. I guess two of two of the Danny Kane girls did. I'm assuming Don Rich is one of them because she sings with Diddy on that dirty that Dirty Money record. Don Richard and some other another another woman. But she was saying how you know it was a shady deal and it really only affects like certain the numbers after a certain year, like really like streaming numbers. And I mean I, that kind of makes sense because nobody's buying CD anymore. But you know he was like it's only about streaming numbers which are low. And I was right. thinking, well, it might be low for y'all because who's bumping Danny Kane like that? And it, but then also she said the other part was that felt, that felt like a foul statement. My bad, Alfie. And um, the other part of it was that they have to sign an NDA where they don't speak ill of Puff, Bad Boy, Justin Combs music. You know, just pretty much everybody associated with Diddy. And you know, people were like, yeah, oh, we knew Diddy was a snake. And I'm th- and I'm listening to that like, well, I mean. If I give you some money, as and then you outside the next day, like you know, Rob ain't nothing. I'd be kind of, I feel some type of way, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. you know, I'll admit it, I've been laid off before, and they make <laughs> they give you a nice little package of some money. And they say, hey, yeah, yeah, sign this too, that you won't bring us to court, or you won't, you know, you won't say anything bad about us out there in in the world, and you keep your money. And I just went, where, where do I sign? Because this is a lot of money. I appreciate it. Yeah, won't, won't be a peep. You guys are great. You know what I'm saying? So, so again, I know people, that's the thing about, Dr. Williams talk about all the time, right? The war on information. Just how you hear something and people run with it because it feels reactionary. And that's not to say RBO Day shouldn't feel like, if she don't like the deal, she don't like the deal. That's that's fair. You know, you, you don't have to like the, the deal that's, that's presented to you, but I also think that wasn't unreasonable for Diddy to say, hey, you know, cool, here's your publishing bag, boom, 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 you know, based upon these certain years, yada, yada, yada. Uh, you know, he he negotiated some terms. That's just how this this thing goes. And I, and I don't know how I feel about her airing it out like that on a pod. You know what I'm saying? Because you, it's like, well, okay, that's what she negotiated. Because I'm assuming he said it took a couple of years to get the Publishing to, I think it was what it was Mace. What did we say last week? It was Mace, Faith Evans, the biggest state. It was one other person. But you know, I'm sure the locks, right. Yeah. And I'm sure there was an, I'm sure there were terms that had to be negotiated, right? And let's be real. And this is no shade, but Danny D. Kane, they had the one big album, well, the one big single on the front end. They had another, they had a second album, but I mean, it's not like the records themselves are generating that kind of streams, right? Unless something happens down the line and it, it will only be associated with who, guess who? Diddy of all people, right? So it's like he he would have to promote it for it to get cooking again, right? So again, I think about what I just want people to understand, like every time, just be mindful of like, when you hear something in the news, like just think it through. Because again, I don't think I don't think for him to ask to say, "Hey, don't talk about me bad after I give you the right your these rights back." Please I don't, don't think that's not that's not a huge ass. My name. It's not not a huge ass at all. That's, that's, a, that's a very to me that's a very typical ass. Like yeah. slap, it's almost slap in the face if we make this deal. Then you could then it's like, oh, he didn't give me a good deal, but you you took the deal though. Like you know what I'm right, saying? It's like right. it's backwards. So which one is it? So you know, I got to give it to Diddy, man. He stay. He been in the news. He he been in the scandalous news. So what? Since 90s, 94, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 92, jeez, man, still kicking, still kicking, man. Uh, one last thing. So this writer's strike, well, two two more things. Oh, so we had this thing about Barbie as, right? You were going to go see it. That's how I saw it again? That tell you this? No, you didn't. No, you yeah, haven't, you haven't so I went, I went back, went back to see it. Great movie, okay. funny movie. It's crossed into $1 billion, man. So it was the first movie directed by a woman to make a billion dollars. So I was probably still in the theaters. So you still gotta you gotta go see it then. All right, man. I gotta I gotta yeah, see it. See it before they I mean they didn't yanked every other movie fast. That Blue Beetle, man, me and Aiden went to see Blue Beetle. Oh man, I wanted my money back. What's I just, Blue Beetle? I, exactly. Exactly. What's Blue Beetle? It's it's a DC movie. Okay. And uh, you know, shout out, shout out to my man Bo Baden. He wanted we that was a movie we wanted to see. You know, we get in the theater, 
And I'm watching this movie like it's the most predictable. Just like I felt like I was like, did, did me and Ed write this on the pod like last <laughs> week? You know what I'm saying? It's like this movie is not that great, man. It has so much promise. But the problem with the DC movies are like because like there's an Aquaman movie coming out, like they pretty much let go of everybody who was behind the scenes. And now and these movies aren't connected. Like they don't mean it. They don't, you know, they just they just run them out. Just movies, yeah. They just put them out there. They're right? all single entities. Right. And so and I bring all this up to say to talk about the strike, right? The town with Matthew Bellany on the ringer. And this is it's a pod about like Hollywood and just, you know, what's going on in the business. And they talk about the strike a lot. And and the the most recent pod was just about, you know, how is this going to affect the strike? How is it going to affect the movie business, the TV business going forward, right? Because, you know, now we're getting into September, October. It, some some productions have been shut down, and so you know, people couldn't promote the movies the way they wanted to. And now a lot of these they, they're talking about what's going to change in the movie industry, and just you know, even the the biggest thing is they talk about the last strike, and that's how reality TV got big, right? That's because people could they couldn't pay anybody, so they got these free shows, and, and that was like crazy. So they're talking about what's going to be the big thing <clears throat> to happen. And uh, it's a really good prize. I, I think if you guys are into movies and whatnot, you should definitely uh, check that out. But they would. But I one thing I thought about is well, they say of course there won't be so many produced shows coming out now because people start seeing they can't cut you know cost so much money this and the other. But one thing I was thinking, the good thing about the strike is that now, oh, this is what they said. Maybe before I make my larger point, they they thought the late night TV might die. Uh, because of the strike. What do you think about that, man? Who, who was that? Who did I see talking about that? Um hey, the late it may have been Jim show. Jim Gaffigan on uh was on Bill Maher's podcast. Mm-hmm. And he he brought that up. Because this about, might be the end of late night. Well, think because it's been we've been without it for so long, right? And I don't, you know, I didn't really watch the late night. Okay, you know, we can't use the, per, you know, we know this, you can't use yourself as a barometer for the world, but I just know, I, even like looking at movies and stuff, I did, I haven't looked at a late night talk show in so long, man, you know what I'm saying? And, and for what I understand, these cats are still making a really nice amount of money, so it'll be a nice cost-cutting savings. Yeah, they're they, making, they're making millions, yeah, just, so, just to host themselves. Sure, and so I think the thought is, if we continue and we don't have any late night shows, right? They don't have any more reruns to run, you know, nothing like that, that they might reduce. It may not be five nights a week, might be three nights a week. You know what I'm saying? Might, they're, they're, but the late night talk show, as we see it, will be different. Okay, so here's the, here's the, here's the question. Number one, uh-huh. you still, you still need programming for that time slot. So what, okay. what are you going, what are you going to put on there? Well, that's, so that's the first part. So here's the thing now, like, so this they kind of touch another point. How now CBS is putting on uh, Yellowstone on Prime TV. I don't know if you saw this. Yeah, I saw they're putting it on CBS. Yeah, yeah. so it started so from the, the beginning, right? So the thought is people are going maybe they start sharing more of the content that's on the streaming services and just put them on Prime TV, Prime TV, just to get those pure just eyeballs and numbers up, right? Just to see what it will do, how it will respond. So it's not like it's, we, we are not out of programming to watch as, right? I mean, I, I'm with you. But will but will will sponsors buy time slots? They're still, for whatever reason, they're still buying late night TV. Well, I think it's, just, it's a numbers game to broadcast, but again, my thought is this. If they take it away, they'll just shift those dollars to somewhere else, right? Because they still sponsor stuff. And honestly, it might go to live sports. The news might shift a bit, right? Uh, live sports might be come over issue. And I really believe there might be some extra, re- just the extra program that they have already in store, like reruns. Just it don't cost them nothing, right? Put it on there because you imagine the numbers are different because people are streaming and they watch stuff on demand. Or they're not at home, you know. They watch stuff on a different device, watching all kind of stuff, right? So I, I'm of the mind, and again, it's not that they are going to completely, this is just a guess. We could be, they can come back and go, we need late night talk shows for the very reason you're discussing. And, and then we're back to normal. But the bet is that the late night model, as we know it, will be gone. I see it. The, the late night shows are automatic promo for for your entertainment pro- uh, product out there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but that's, the, but that's, probably, that's probably why they won't do away with it completely 
I mean, if, so say if say if late night talk show went Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, right? And and the weekend and Monday was whatever, and Friday was just music, a music block, right? I'm just making it. Yeah, up. you could. Yeah, yeah, right. And I mean, you still can get the promotion. You still get that person to be the face of your network. Right. You still can you still have opportunity, you still have space for sponsors to be part of. Like it's still possible, but I think the model as it stands might change. That's that's sad though, man, because that's that's every late night talk show is following the Johnny Carson uh blueprint. Yeah. But and I that, mean that would that would go away. That that that's sad, man. It will, yeah. It's it's wild, right? And I mean, but well, who's to say it won't it won't make a return, right? I think I think just as of right now, you know, with people with the strike, right? Productions had to stop. People making people thought they was gonna make some money on these movies that they, you know, they they pushed that Dune movie back. Like a lot of stuff is just in the air, right? So you know, they gotta cut some costs somewhere. And if these people are making these millions of dollars, and you know, is it? It could be a cost savings that they can find somewhere. It might. It might happen, man. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I, I don't disagree with that. You're, um, you're just saying you're just. You're I'm just saying, saying that it's sad. Yeah, it's sad that you know that that format is going to it could 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 be extinct. Well, I guess though, but then you know, you and I say, and I don't know if people people probably think your name is McMahon. It is not. Uh, our whole running our running <laughs> joke of the Super Duper Pod is that we are trying to be a podcast version of that, and, I, and that's that's why I think the podcasts are so important because it's not that that it's like I think all this entertainment stuff is just like energy, right? Energy doesn't die; it just it just transfers into something else. Right. Shout out to my my teachers at SA Nation. So. I feel like that energy from the late night will just get moved to podcasts, right? Because it's now we're in a space of listen. Because because that's the thing. It used we used to have appointment TV. You were gonna be at TV ten thirty five and watch yeah. the episode. Yeah. Who, who, people doing all kinds of stuff at ten thirty five at night. <laughs> Shout out, but uh, but <laughs> hey oh oh, um, but it's like. So for it to be appointment TV for what? And I think people might they might lean more because there's a pod right now. I don't know if you heard about it. It's called Strike Force with yeah, Jimmy with all, Kimmel with all of them together. Jimmy yeah. Kimmel, yeah. yeah, yeah, Fallon and my man Colbert, and they giving the proceeds to people. And I, uh, who's to say that won't be a format like that moving forward? Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying. So this there's another sign. Nothing lasts forever, man. So enjoy stuff while you got it. You dig. Other good thing about the strike is now you can catch up on all the content that was being, you know, because think about it, man. It's like it'd be a new show every week, every month. It's a new series. It's like I can't watch all this stuff. Now the strike, you have all the time in the world uh, to watch or at least to try to catch up, put it catch up on some stuff. Other stuff. Yeah. yeah, man. Uh, you know, that, you, that you've heard about, like, I still haven't seen like Succession. I started it, didn't finish it. Uh, so, I, but I understand people loved it. It was a whole big deal on the Ringer networks. They just kept talking about Succession all the time, man. And I, I didn't watch not one episode. My so. last, the last show I watched was uh, Your Honor, Brian yeah. Cranston. Oh, that's, uh, my, that's my guy, man. That's uh, my guy. Uh, Isaiah Whitlock Jr. Mm. Is that his name? Uh, from The Wire, he played uh, Clay Davis on The Wire. The, the, yeah, the plow, the politician. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Oh, the she. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha, He's gotcha. a really good show. It only ran for two seasons, and I think, uh, well, number one, the strike. I think, I think Brian Cranston came out and said he's an executive producer, and he said season two was going to be it. But two really good seasons. Right. Uh, so check it out. It's on Paramount Plus. So I got but, to check that out recently. Yeah. And so, so well, okay. I got two points. Because reminds you about this show, the other black girl. What I the one thing about also the other strike I think that came out is before it would be you, you put a show in perpetuity, like oh, because like for example, winning season is canceled after two seasons. Yeah, uh, winning time. I mean, did winning you watch time, that yeah. at all? Did I you did. You know what? I still haven't seen the final episode, which is sucks because this is gonna that's the season, the series finale. Yeah, um, I, and I wonder did they make it the season finale or was well, it no, was it really no, because it was really the season finale. I guess you know, spoiler alert, even though I haven't, I haven't even seen it yet. Supposedly, 
it sort of gets you through the 84 finals. Yeah. Which the lose. Lakers, surprise, surprise, the Lakers lost. Mm-hmm. But then you see the buildup of them uh, winning in 87, 80, and 88, and then and then the bad boys. Yeah, it was so, so well, you're going to watch it. They don't get that far. It gets canceled before that. Right. So you're not going to, yeah. you're not going to see that. Yeah, and which which is wild, and I and it's like I thought Winning Time was a very good show, but the point I was making is like it used to be like a show, like a Seinfeld. It's the famous stories that Seinfeld, like the ratings were horrible the first like not first, first season, season, like yeah. first couple of seasons, right? Yeah. And he stuck with it, then it became the phenomenon that we all know and love. And so, but now it's like you get you know shows are built to be two seasons long, and shows are built to be. One season, even like that, uh, what was the show with Regina King? It was on HBO. The Watchmen was oh, yeah, phenomenal, yeah, yeah. and it could have been they, a second season based on how they, and they cut yeah. it, yeah, right. But it's like now, and because the money, the money grab used to be, yeah, let's keep this run. This, this is milk this cow. Keep you know every ten seasons of the same show. Now it's like five seasons, but now there's a show I watched. On Hulu, recommend shout out to Westside that y'all gonna dig called the other black girl. You probably seen signs up around it. Have you seen promos for this show? No, I haven't. Hey man, it's on Hulu. I don't want to give it away. Just guys, y'all know, and I recommend it like this. I will tell you if it sucks. Shout out to House Party, but I will tell you. <laughs> <laughs> if it's good, I would tell you that it's good as well. The other black girl on Hulu, check like as watch that when we get done with the pod. Just watch the first episode. Actually, watch it with your wife too. See if see if she'll watch it with you. Watch the first episode of Hulu. The other black so, girl, like other you. black girls. Great show, great show. So, our big thought today is comes from the Wall Street Journal. Uh, it's about. There's an article in there about the U.S. colleges offering the best value. So they determine the best value by pretty much, you know, um, just how much the school costs. And when you leave the school, you make this amount of money and you be able, how soon can you pay back whatever loans you have or pay back the cost of school? Right. So you can imagine, like I when I went to Williams back in to graduate in 01, shout out to the Purple, Purple Cows, like tuition was 48 bands a year. Right now, it's a lot of money. Now, I think it's like 70, 80. You know, so you know how, how much was Hampton? When I was there, it was tuition room and board was probably like 18. Mm-hmm. And now it's probably in the upper 40s. You know, I always wonder when is this going to end? But we'll, we'll get to that later. I want to I jump ahead. But so so they, they were asking just about they, they did the study just to see how much a college degree can boost future earnings and how that compared with his costs has become a centerpiece of the college decision process for many people. Right. Because you and I you and I have talked about this separately before the pod and before we even had a pod. Right. Just about what's the real value of college now? I think when we were when we were in school, we were going to college it was almost like you had to because it was mm-hmm. representative. It was representative of like the struggles of our parents' generation before us. Like they did all this fighting for us to go to college because the education meant something very different, right? For us and for them. But you know, we've been out of school twenty plus years, out of college twenty plus years. That landscape has changed because a lot of kids are coming out of college with two hundred thousand dollars of debt, right? And it's like, well, I could have done something different, right? right. And, 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 and again, then, we then and then not getting the job that is, yeah, uh, going to take care of that debt in a in a timely fashion. And, and so and so, this debt is literally is hanging over your head, like for the rest of your life, almost. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, and I'll, I'll get to the list, of you, but you know, we'll just jump right to it because you and I have talked just about like where does college fit now, right? Right, where does it fit for people? Actually, let, let's put a pin in that. We'll get back to that because I want to get because that that probably be a long discussion. We'll get into, but according to the Wall Street Journal, um, like they had their again, they just looked at a bunch of colleges, took the net price as the overall cost of attending college to talk about financial aid, and then just kind of did a study of like how of how much people can pay it back based upon the average graduate, what they made, so on and so forth. 
So the number one college, according to the least, is a Baruch, Baruch College. It's a public college in New York. So apparently it takes two months, according to the study and, and their formula, a person could pay off their tuition and everything in two months after graduation. I looked at Williams College. We were, we were 54th on the list. And it was... 54th in the country? Yeah. And so it takes it takes an average student, Williams College student, one year and three months to pay off. I gotta say, I paid off my Williams student loans in less than a year. Cause it because I got a scholarship, so I had a little bit the loan I had was very small. Okay. I was able to knock that out. Now I look Hampton, unfortunately, was not in there, man. So I apologize when I Google Hampton. But I'll look it up again. Yeah, no Hampton. Yeah, but, we we're a private institution that probably wouldn't uh we wouldn't release those figures. We're we private too. Well, Howard's on here, so the other HU. By the way, we whooped Howard over the weekend. <laughs> no, we didn't. Like, I, I take that. We didn't whoop him. We came back from 17 down in the second half to beat them 35-34. Mm-hmm. So a solid How, win. Sidebar. Sidebar. Thanks. Yes. Yes. Uh, I had to throw that so, in there. So Howard says it takes about five years and nine months for people to pay off their, like, to pay off their tuition. That, that, so uh, that's... That's the value of a how, and I was looking, you know, I was looking up like an HBCU just to see like what what the difference was. So like Spelman, according to this, and again it's a Wall Street Journal, three years, six months. Again, it's the average, okay. and again, and it's more about the value of the school compared to what people can have after that. But so so the conversation we was talking about before, but it speaks again. What's the value of the degree right now? Please be clear. Is I think we're both on the same page. We are both pro college. Like it's, it's like I, college is a wonderful place. Like if you can get in there and go, you should. But just but being just realistic about the economic state that we're in right now, you talked about the debt people get amass with the hope, like hoping they get a job to make a difference. Like you know the the, the game used to be, you got a job and you would pay off your student loans, right? Because to wish because as you as you just said, Williams is about seventy eighty. Hampton, you said from 19 to 40 something. Mm-hmm. I mean, when a chip must get to school, I'm looking at, is that a hundred bands a year? You see what I'm saying? It might, like, it might be. Like, for, then what are we doing, right? What, what's yeah. going on? Yeah. And so you, and so you had to ask, because it used to be, you had to go to a Harvard, Princeton, Yale, Williams, right? To, for, for it to look good. Now it's like, I've noticed, do you just have a college degree? You know what I'm saying? Do, do you, have you been to some kind of college school? You know, you and I've had this talk too, Ed, just about, trades trade school versus you know college right because you know we know people who are retired you know saying 30 plus years and they are living a wonderful life yeah no school debt right they had a very they had a very fruitful career very successful career you know i'm saying like and i know i know there's some people who work these quote unquote a trade job and then kind of moved into management, still got a degree paid for by the company, right? Even got a master's degree paid for by the company. Now they some senior level uh-huh. executive. Wait, or didn't get the degree. Did, but... never needed it. And still yeah. making the, man, yeah. I won't name the company, but uh, there's a company I worked for where they making band like as crazy money, no college degrees, yeah. right? Yeah. And it's just, and so you look around, you like, did I get sold? Did y'all sell me the wrong thing? Because I've said this before, and this is true. Chase, my son Chase, loves music. He loves all right. You guys are going to see his name in lights one day. It's just true. It's just going to happen. It's one way or other. He going to be famous for something good. And so, and I and I said, if he says, "Dad," because he told me, actually, he told me, "Is Dad, I want to make music for mo- I want to make music for money." He said straight up. I said, "Okay, kid, we can." But like, if he tells me that's what he wanted to, he don't want to go to college. Okay, that's cool. But guess what we doing every day? Making these beats. Mm-hmm. What we doing every day? You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's like it's college. Guess where you going? You know what I'm saying? To different places in space. So it's like because we've seen people. Because like, it's the name of the game making money, right? That's the name of the game. Make 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 money. That like LeBron does not. He did not need to go to college. Kobe didn't need to go to college. And I guess that's a, that's a different industry. So I don't want to use that per se. But like there are people who are entrepreneurs who did not attend college. Uh and again, this is not a this is not an anti-college rent. I still think people should go if you have no clue what you're going to do. Like these, so, that, so actually that does prove my point. These people knew what they were going to do with their lives, like had a very clear vision about what it was going to do. And and 
were willing to put the work in, right? Like we talk about Kobe was maniacal about his work and his efforts that it made sense to, okay, you're going to get, you, you, you're going to get a jump on everything and start this career. Now, if you're, if you are, you know, if you got a high school that's listening to this or whatever, and it's like, you don't know what you're going to do, then take your butt to school. You know what I'm saying? If you don't, if you don't know what you're going to do, go to school. Right. But I think also, I think with this community college is like that's Baruch, Baruch college is a New York public college. And, and I think tuition was like in the, four figures, you know what I'm saying? Like nine, 10,000. So it, it's affordable now, you know, and before it used to be, I know, so again, I went to Kellogg, shout out to Northwestern. And I know people who went to Keller, right? They got a degree and folks would be like, yeah, I, I went to Keller. It's not like Kellogg. And I'll say, Hey man, you got an MBA, right? That's all that matter, bro. My, my, yeah. Okay. Mine's more quote unquote prestigious, but you still have an MBA and you can still tout that anywhere you go. And I think that's where we are, are now because, I, again, I, I'm just concerned just to, when I think about my children in college, like what's that's going to look like? I mean, I really might have to start stripping, like seriously, like, oh, this pie got the pie. Like, you know, what makes it the real, the real Johnny Carson format now is because <laughs> that's a like, hundred bands a year, bro. That's yeah, wild. That's, that's rough, man. And and, I... and that, it sounds crazy, but that's, I mean, literally, if, if we keep going this direction, what it's going to be? I look at it. I look at it from a different aspect now. Uh, mm. As a homeowner, mm. man, I, I've I had a uh, had to bring a plumber in uh, not too long ago because I had a busted pipe, mm-hmm. and then I had a uh, a toilet that was that was leaking that needed to be sealed. Whatever. Mm. I can't even tell you what the, what the bill was on that. But it was a bill. You just looked was, at that brother like he made some money, huh? <laughs> and then I, I thought while they, while they were working, I was thinking, I was like, uh, I was like, damn. My grandfather was a master plumber, union union plumber. My my yeah. uncle was a plumber. My dad knows a little bit about about it. He he got into it, but then became a became a, a fireman. I had the the keys to all the knowledge there. On everything plumbing, and I and I didn't take advantage of it. So I was Be- I was looking while while these guys were down here working. I was like, damn, I could have done hey, this man. myself. Same, listen, same way again. I, I'm way better than cars, right? Than your average Joe, but I should be a master mechanic, right? Yeah, I should yeah. be like because again, that's my dad was always working on the car. It was like, nah, let me go hit these books because I'm gonna be CEO. And 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 here's the thing, man, like. These guys and girls, right, it, who they they are masters at being plumbers or electricians, they end up starting their own businesses yeah. and end up hiring MBAs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's 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 so the the major point is I think because it it, it just meant something different for you know it's just what being like you know person of color in America is a little tough because you're just trying you're trying to grasp onto the things that will make you successful. You know what I'm saying? And like education used to be a great equalizer unfortunately it's it's not anymore and that's sad to say right like even even now like in chicago you got to live in a certain area to get like to the best elementary high and high schools you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like you you have to live in a certain so the public school is supposed to be Everybody got the same kind of shot chance. That's just not the case. No. So now, and so now we're talking about this college thing. You got to have sixty, seventy thousand dollars a year to go to college, and that this this determines your your you know the job and career you have that will then affect your life and what you can buy. Yada yada yada. Hold on, you know what I'm saying? This this this, this has to be another route. And I'm saying that as a person again who's pro college, I enjoyed my 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 collegiate experience, but there has to be some different alternatives for people because everybody just can't. If if this keeps going this rate, nobody will going to college will be for naught, right? It's like you get this degree and you and you can't afford it, and you just you just tie two jobs. Like because think about how that affects. You know, your credit, you got all this big, you got this crazy debt. You can't buy a house, maybe paying even rent an apartment, depending on a certain space. So, you know, but again, if a person has a trade gig, it's like you and again, just, I just want to make it very clear. Please go to college if you can, but if you got some other thing in mind, that's all good too. Like, yeah, I don't, don't, man. Yeah. That's that's what we're not saying. I know when we were coming up, man, it was, it was looked down upon. Oh yeah. And it shouldn't be. 
shouldn't it, it never should have been if it was yeah. like hey you are people like you electrician like oh man he's no this cat make it been making a bunch of money and it's listen so i worked for a company again i won't i won't talk to that say their name it was a public transit and you know i thought about it when there's a lot of these cats in there i mean you know they ain't go to college you know what i'm saying but it was like they talking about their second homes the boats they owned, right? Yeah. I got a degree from Williams. I brag away. I got a degree from Kellogg. I ain't got a second home or a boat. So, so, <laughs> so, so, uh, I mean, that's another question for another day. But the thing is, um, I thought about it. It's not just, it's not just the, the tuition that you're paying. It's also the fees. Like, think about just the cost of going to college, right? Like the stuff you had to buy, mm-hmm. um, you know what I mean? Like the travel to and from travel. school, yeah. You know, just supplies. The you know the book, if social life, yeah. And so if you and, and again, if you're working at eighteen and you and you become a master of a trace, I think that's what the trick is too, though. Just so we're clear, we're not saying just go get you one job and like you know that stat. Like you should be trying to move up and exceed and excel in whatever you are. There's just different avenues to it because, you know, knowing what I know now, man, I might choose a different path. You know what I'm saying? Just, just right. knowing what I, just, just knowing what I know now, right. Yeah. That just seeing people retiring at 50, you know what I mean? And then still li- and living a second life to doing some very successful things. Cause they got the capital, they got the money and they know what they, they know what they want to do. Cause I mean, as you, you are one of the few people I know who always knew what they want that what they want to be in, right? You've always wanted to be in like the television space, right? You've been in that doing that since college. I still don't know what I want to do. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But 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 I mean, you know, all jokes aside, but it's like that's also a lot of money to pay and you're not really clear on what you want to do. So, you know, this Wall Street Journal article, if you guys got a chance to check it out, just really looking at the value, the colleges and the value, but it's got me thinking about just the value of the degree. And we, I'm all for it. We are not against it, but you made the best point is, you know, if, if college isn't for you, that doesn't mean you are a failure or the people in your lives aren't a failure, but it's like, you should be working towards something. That is the name of the game. We all should be working toward something. Like it's, we're not just here to just be here. Like it's something we all should be doing and we can all be successful. Again, I mentioned it before. The guy I went to grammar school with, one of the best artists I know, we were in grammar school and I'm getting all A's and I'm killing. And he would draw himself saying, I don't know. We took a math test, like clear all detail. He would draw himself high top fade, making the I don't know sign. Teacher would give him a, 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 a just because of that. But I remember vividly, he thought he was dumb. You know, because he couldn't, he wasn't good as math and me or like, you know, every, every subject was a challenge for him. But in art, he was killing. In art, he was, yeah, that was his thing. Right. And so it's like, we have to start changing narrative for people that like, just because this isn't for you, maybe it's, maybe it's, I believe everybody's a genius at something. It's something we are very, you, your God gave you something that you are a genius at. And we just have to find those things and just encourage the students. So, you know, again, read the article, check it out. And, and also I'll say this. Find my words. As a parent, right. When you have a kid, in my case, kids, uh, <laughs> you know, you're you're always scared into thinking like, am I going to screw them up? Or how can I put them in the best position to be prepared for this immaculate future I want them to have, right? So they trick you into telling you if, if your kid doesn't, young, doesn't learn Tai Chi and do yoga and speak Mandarin at three, they're going to be a failure. And, and that's just not the case. I know I've said this before. But shout out to my dad, the original Bob Griggs. And when we were looking for a, a daycare for the triplets, you know, everything was times three. And when they told you, boy, 2,600 a kid, I say, yeah, y'all need your help. They came back, okay, 1,500 a kid. I say, you didn't hear me. I need, I need, <laughs> I need help, bruh. And so Pops told me, says, son, you, you just need a space that's safe, that's clean, and that the, the kid, they care about the kids. And, and I say all that to say is that as a parent, you know, you feel like you're doing your child a disservice if you don't give them like these high-end things and high-end education, right? And that's not to say those things aren't good because those those things do matter, right? I mean, hey, those, that's, 
Let's keep it very clear. That definitely matters depending on what you decide to do though, right? And so, but I think there's also space and place for just like, hey, this is what we can afford, what we can do, but we're going to make the best out of the situation. We're going to work hard. We're going to do, we're going to supplement it with other things. So I, I, I just, I just hate that we feel like it's this, if I don't do this high end part, I'm not going to be successful. That's just not the truth. There is va there are valuable institutions, right? We got a whole list here. Uh, Cause Harvard wasn't even one of the top. Let me see what Harvard was. Harvard was well, number 16, but again, that that's, so it's like it's a tricky dance. Like a place like Harvard, like even MIT was pretty because considered somewhat valuable, right? Because those people will leave probably They'll with a leave, high paying job, right, 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 and that and that's always the game. And you know, and speaking of like like so like uh, like we talk about race, we just cool race with this. We talk about leaving and having a job. Some things that people don't consider like a person of color, like black people in, in particular, like they're usually like the first generation of person that like made a couple bucks. Right, they got it out, so they have a different expense when they get home. They gotta not just they gotta take care of the family or, or bring money to the family because they're the first one to really make a significant amount of money. Right. And so, you know, that's that's a strain on people. So then, so add that strain on top of having a high student loan and then still trying to get be somewhat successful, you end up in this weird like rat race of going down a career for money versus a career that is like. A, a purposeful career where you'll still you'll still make the money, you'll just be happier doing it. So I'm just curious. It. I'm just yeah. curious. Who's last on that list? Oh, Howard was last. Really? Yeah. That can't be. Number four hundred. Well, it's, it's more than four hundred schools out there. Right, right. I mean, yeah, they just, they just those are the ones school. that and it's and it said five years for Howard, right? Yeah. Huh. Okay. Which isn't horrible, right? I mean, you know. I mean, I mean, again, this. this that's I'm gonna. I'm gonna stand up for Howard on that. That can't. That I. I don't think that's true. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out but, to the other HU. But but here's the thing, though, as I think that speaks to what we was kind of talking about. Where all right, there's this overall question about the value, but then also how it affects different people, right, in different races. Like we were just saying, yeah, I mean, black yeah. people's ability to repay loan is a different calculus because like that money is sometimes going to different places or sometimes they might have to take out a larger loan. Like some right. people, some people got to take out like a $200,000 loan, bro. Yeah. That's, you know, or they can't go to school because they feel like they got to go to this particular place, right. right. For, for it to work for them. And that's the part where then they get jammed up because now, Cause then they gotta go and be a doctor, even though you don't want to be a doctor. But this is the this is the highest paced job I can find, right? Cause I gotta pay this back, and I gotta help my um, my parents out. You see what I'm saying when I get home? But you go be a doctor, and you gotta go get another three hundred and thirty thousand dollars. You see what I'm saying? So you got that. on top of that, so you gotta make a bunch of money. So it's it's wild, man. I just I at the super duper power, we just want to make sure we are informing you as much as we can. And just to make good decisions, not based on part what looks right, but what is right. You know what I'm saying? Because I think, I hope this, because just for me, like, even I think about the, the chipmunks, what they ultimately do and become, because trust me, I'm not, I want, they're going to be excellent. Truly, I mean that. Chase's name will be in light somewhere. I know it's going to happen, but I want, I want him and his brother and his sister to do to not have to do it because that's what we think is the good thing or because, you know, you got to have this and got to have that. Right. It's like, well, what do you want to do? Right. And then we're going to find out the best way we can make this happen for you. Uh, but not in a way that cripples his future or mine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, geez, man, you know, I kind of want to buy some Jordans. Now I can't ever buy Jordans again. Um, so shout out, to people that are going to school. Again, school is great. College was amazing. Because I will say this is college is the best, I think, a good place for just learning how to get your first time being on your own. You know what I'm saying? Like away from your people, depending on your situation. You get to learn just about yourself socially. And I feel like it's a really good reset for people. Like something, you know, if you if you didn't like the, yeah. if yeah. you didn't like the way you were in high, you know, but it was like, you know, high school was cool, but you know what? I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be different. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna do it a different way. I think it's a really good reset for some people. That it's a necessary reset, absolutely, for people. But I think the biggest thing that I think I know, the biggest thing I want people to take from this is, I really, it's not. I don't think it's any more about like going to Harvard, or even going to Williams, or going to Hampton. It's like, where are you? Are you working your tail off 
to be the best there and then connecting that to something else. Cause there's so many ways now as to be successful. So before we got on, I was telling as I went, I went to an event to this uh, entrepreneurship kind of um, incubator, 1871 people, they not, not, they ain't giving it away, but you know, you had to, people are giving $2 million and millions of dollars to companies that are being open. Now, I'm sure when they're giving this money, they want to make sure these people are smart, that they have a degree, but most importantly, they want to make sure they know you can run a business, right? And so they, and so even with social media, people making gangs of money on social media, making YouTube videos, doing all, it's, so it's a lot of different ways to make it, but you have to be a master at your craft. So how are you going to do that? Is there a lot of ways to be masters of your craft, but there are also ways to do it where you're not crippled with debt in doing so. Right, because that—that's a real thing. I think when we were in college, that's probably that's when it was probably still manageable, right? But now, at the rate it's going, I, I just can't imagine people going to Harvard in in ten years, if at this rate, just if that's 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 going to be insane. Uh, that's that's what three quarters of a million dollars. Yeah. Wow. 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 So no, we, we have a whole lot of jokes today, but I think it was a very informative pod. So thank you for checking out the Super Duper Pod. We do not take your listens lightly. Make sure you follow us online at hp53productions.com and make sure you follow us on all socials at Super Duper Pod, S-U-P-A-D-U-P-A-P-O-D. Is I missing anything? Uh, I think you covered it all. It was like a very down episode, but I don't think, I don't, I don't, it's not down. We just, it wasn't down. It's just a nice, nice discussion. We had, some, we had some good, yeah, we had some good times there. Yeah, we, we'll have, we'll have jokes on. next week. We'll, we'll yeah. have jokes next week, guys. So, guys, uh, make sure you take care of yourselves and each other. And again, just want to thank to every, all our new listeners, uh, all our old listeners, the folks out of the different countries. And we we done, we done the country check-in in a while, so we'll do that on the next pod. Man. Next week, yeah, we'll check next it week. out. We'll see, but, see where we are. Well, we really appreciate you guys checking out the pod. And just, you know, as and I, we do this every week. And we, we you know, we, we like to have fun with it. I want to make sure we show up for you guys. So we thank you for showing up for us. So, again, take care of yourselves and each other. Hey, Mama, God bless y'all. This is the Super Duper Podcast. Up. Said, how you know you ain't perfect? Let that soak up and soak in. You know how you know that you blessed. I